0: Welcome, everybody, to the Assuminati Podcast, the podcast that explores everyday topics with the assumption that a conspiracy may be at hand. I'm Brandon. I'm Bobby. I'm Matt. Let's do this. Welcome back to the Assuminati Podcast. Guys, how are we doing?
1: Hi. Beautiful night.
0: Hey. Yeah, doing good. Bob, I guess it's all quiet over there. He 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 doesn't want to talk. He's oh. he's the sh- he's the shy one tonight. Okay.
1: Hello, hi. <laughs> there we go. Hey,
0: hold the cue card up higher, Matt, so he can see it here. <laughs> there it is.
2: <laughs> My teleprompter didn't go off, so I didn't say anything. Uh,
0: yeah, just just like a politician, Bobby. You need the.
2: <laughs> I only say what's, what's on the card.
0: <clears throat> uh, in true Ron Burgundy fashion, I think we we got to get a new. New prompter guy. Sorry. Stay well, classy. we hope everybody enjoyed last week's episode where we continued the food party. That was fun. And uh, the previous episode related to the big game, the Super Bowl. Feel I like feel like we're rolling here, gentlemen. Yeah, man.
2: <clears throat> Yeah, I heard for some people. They're real happy to have us being a little more consistent. So
0: Awesome. We do get messages from random people. Uh, that's... We should start shouting some of them out. Maybe we'll. Uh... <laughs> anyway, so we thought we'd keep the party going and make another episode about food. I, I love food. You guys, I don't know if you're into food or not, but. Uh... Just a little bit.
2: <laughs> I love it.
0: <laughs> he, he just went Smeagol on us, or is it Gollum? Gollum Smeagol? <clears throat> That's your precious, huh? We'll uh, mm-hmm. we'll keep it going then. All right, but only if it's <laughs>
2: good food. Like I don't get real excited about real crappy food.
1: Okay, yeah, I can agree with that. I'm um, same, yeah. same,
0: same, same here. Well, then Probably. let me hit you with uh, let me hit you with a new headline then to keep that going. Okay, let's do it. So this is the, uh, BK Lounge, aka Burger King. So let's. let's this is a headline about BK Burger King. I think we've established that all three of us are are fans in general of Burger King. Is that true? Yeah, I can't remember. Oh, yeah. I'll eat Burger looking. King if if it's if I am putting Burger King next to some of these other establishments. I'll I'll take the Burger King. I'll take the flame broiled beef. So they have this brand new menu item in Thailand. So this is Burger King Thailand shocks fans. With new blank. And it has been described as both satisfying and revolting. So what, what do you think this new menu item is that Burger King Thailand rolled out? And I'll just give you some, some more information as you're thinking here. Uh, they had to do a quick emergency reorder because it went viral. And they had to restock this item.
2: Now, is this kind of like the Arby's Diablo Dare that was just absolutely disgusting, but okay. people got excited about it, and so they sold out everything?
0: May, eh, yeah, I, I mean, it is absolutely a marketing ploy here. Uh, they said it's super popular among influencers, of course. it's It's a shocking thing to look at, what they've created here. And so, of course, influencers are going crazy with this thing. Yeah, but influencers uh, <laughs> go
2: crazy about anything.
0: If it if it that's looks true. crazy, they're gonna they're gonna try and get some clicks with it, and then, I think that's what BK Thailand was banking on here. Uh, they Does said, it have
2: something to do with like sushi.
0: <clears throat> okay, Thailand, right? Did hmm. they have sushi there? I don't know. <laughs> Thailand, <laughs> that South Pacific, they uh, they know how to do seafood.
2: Like they're neighbors of Japan, like they would eat it, right?
0: Yeah, southern, southern, southern neighbors. Absolutely. They said people struggle to make it more than just a few bites. So people are, are really attempting this thing. So seafood, that's a decent guess. Um,
1: I'm yeah. going to say like a kimchi burger.
0: Ooh, kind of from their friends to know. the north in korea <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no idea okay well this I have one no clue. this one so the the headline reads burger king thailand shocks fans with new cheeseburger that's the okay. headline guys <laughs> it, so, it sounds innocent sounds right? amazing sounds amazing <laughs> sounds innocent sounds amazing but it's only cheese it's a bun what? with cheese Gross. Isn't
2: that a grilled cheese sandwich?
0: You got to yes. look this thing up. It's unbelievable. <laughs> People at home Google this. Um, it's called the Real Cheeseburger, a burger with no meat or condiments, a cardiac arrest inducing amount of American cheese, 20 slices to be exact, oh sandwiched my. in Ugh. between a sesame seed bun, 20 slices of American cheese. Okay, oh, that's just crazy. No. Gross. Yacht two zero twenty. Goodness gracious, Burger King! It's, it's almost too hand. revolting to be real. But Burger King Thailand insisted it is real, and and there's many, many, many influencers and social media posts to back up that this thing, in fact, went live. It went viral.
2: This is not even creative. Ugh. Like, <laughs> come on! Like my six year old child could put together a better meal.
1: True. Yeah. and it's not even real cheese it's that fake cheese yeah oh man. that's
2: such gross ew burger king you can do better <laughs> i mean and even yet, for a stunt
0: like seriously yeah. but can you see influencers going nuts over this thing guys look at this crazy cheeseburger dare me to eat it like it's it anyway they <laughs> it worked
2: influencer a whole new breed so they could get it, behind it's, anything
1: it's that's yeah,
0: true I, money so as crazy as it sounds, and again, the pictures are, uh, don't Gross. look at it if you just have a full, fu- yeah, if you have a full belly of food, you, you might you might lose it. It is All not right. a joke.
2: Arby's, I take back <laughs> everything bad I said about the deal of <laughs> Okay.
1: Burger King has that,
2: outdone huh? you for the most ridiculous uh... thing ever. And I'm so- shocked they didn't do it in America.
0: Right. Yeah, uh, you would expect this here. People
2: uh, of Thailand, this is not good cheese. It did not come from Wisconsin. It did not come from America's dairy land. It came from some factory, and it's really just plastic. Don't eat it.
0: It's real. Now they're going to do the reverse and do just a big old stack of meat and nothing else, uh, which I I find a little bit more appealing, but I don't think it'll go as viral.
2: No, because it's like an actual burger.
0: Yikes. Yeah, and you're right. It sounds like something we would try here in America, and it would be banned in other countries. Yeah. But this yeah. is kind of the opposite. Yeah.
2: I'm surprised Thailand allowed this, because
0: <laughs> it is surprising. <laughs> it is, yeah. That don't a little look bit, good. A little bit more strict than we are on, on some things. And, okay, well, that that's your headline, and it does have to do with what we're talking about today. We gave you all sorts of hints on what we're diving into specifically. Later on in the episode, we will dive into actual food items and products that we consume at times mindlessly here in America, but have been banned in other areas of the world. And we'll talk about some of those products, who has banned them, and the reasons behind the banned product. And then we'll wave our American flag at the end of the episode and scream America. And that's our freedom to to kill ourselves as quickly as we want. But uh, we'll get there. We'll cross that bridge when we come. The first half of the episode, we want to tackle some of the labels that you might see on some of these food products and what it takes for that label to be achieved. We found that to be super interesting and deceptive. So we wanted to bring that to the people and just kind of talk about it and dive into it. So if you had listened to last week's episode, we unveiled that we know a vegan. There was a vegan in our midst. And
2: uh I never thought I'd meet one.
0: I I real life vegan that I've I've it shared weird. I've shared a car ride with. I've I've broken bread with this man, and I, I had no idea that's who I was with. And uh Matt do you want to keep going with the vegan label that I think that'd be a good one to start with here. Um, um, so, you, so you come no. across Whoa. the food product <laughs> and it says vegan on the label. Yeah. What does that mean? What, what what are some things we should pay attention to here? Well, what does it mean? What is it supposed
1: to mean? And what does it actually mean? Well, let's, let's talk about that. So uh, being vegan or going on a vegan diet um means eating anything that does not come from something with a face. So no meat products, no eggs, no cheese, nothing like that, because they're all animal products. But you can eat pretty much everything else, which includes unhealthy things. Mm. I don't know if you want to go into that right now, but there are a lot of unhealthy things in a vegan diet. So if a package or label says that it's vegan, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's healthy for you.
0: Okay. So what are what are some products that I could I could still eat on a vegan diet that that I might be shocked. Can I eat sour I
1: patch be? kids? Okay. Yep. Ooh.
0: So
2: okay. the watermelon sour patches would be like eating a fruit
1: <laughs> sort of. No not really cuz there's no fruit contained in there. I think a lot oh. of those packages say that they don't contain fruit.
2: It's watermelon. It says it right on there. <laughs> Got to read,
1: it. Bobby. Got to read further. But it's watermelon <laughs> flavor. So it's just flavoring that's uh, chemically produced to mimic the flavor of watermelon. Just hmm. saying. Yeah, so you can go you can go to the grocery store and find packages of things that say vegan on them all over the place, but you'll find a vegan label maybe on a package of Oreos, for example. And we all know <laughs> the Oreos aren't aren't great
0: for you. It was ranked, I believe, as what? the worst food you can eat. Oreos? And, uh... Oreos, they're <laughs> vegan.
2: Walk this back. I love <laughs> yeah. me a good Oreo. Yeah. How dare you bring this news to me?
1: Sorry, just uh, maybe rewind it back and pretend I didn't say anything. But Oreos so, are definitely uh, bad. There They're
2: is definitely. nothing better than a big glass of whole milk dipping some Oreos in there and oh, eating
0: you, it. You lost the vegans at milk. Sorry, Whoa.
2: Bobby. Yeah, Bobby I wasn't worried milk. about the vegans. I was just saying. <laughs> Oreos? Like, this has just ruined my night.
0: <laughs> You're a vegan, Bobby, and you didn't even know it. You, you support it. There you go. Mm. Continue to eat that stuff. But it's got all
1: these oils and garbage in it. So. How do you yes, make so an you...
2: Oreo to be that bad? It's just a freaking chocolate cookie
0: and it, with some cream. It's shortening and overprocessed everything. everything. So. There you go.
2: <laughs> well, dag it, <nabbit. laughs>
0: And they so good. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, I think I've seen the vegan certified or approved label on a, on an oreo now that i think about it i'm gonna have to go back and look well, that's something people don't realize and think about you see something labeled vegan and you just assume oh i'm depriving myself of something really good and it must be healthy for me
1: yep yeah. not the case and in fact if you're following a vegan diet um, there's a lot of studies that will tell you that you're going to end up with insufficient cal- uh, calcium, uh, insufficient vitamin D, all these things that are super important for you that you'll end up kind of not being able to, to uh, raise up those levels to a sufficient amount. Wow. Yeah. So you got, I think if you're going to follow that diet, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. You're welcome to go ahead and do that, but you definitely need to look into, um, you know, supplementing your vitamins
0: and your, the things that you're missing from that diet. Wow. And then you've got all of the, especially during the pandemic, if, if you, if everybody remembers, I'll go back to BK, the BK lounge, the Burger King, and they had that contract with impossible foods, impossible meats, making the impossible Whopper again, making us think we're eating something that's healthier than, than a a slice of meat. When yeah. you look at when you look at how those meats are processed, those okay, meat, quote unquote, they're they're impossible meats, they're vegan meats, how they're made, I think it would shock Alleged people. Meat. Right. I think it would shock people what's in that. <laughs> and that's they true. Make you it. get a
1: lot of extra sodium and a lot of extra sugar and all that all those things that really you should avoid. And those seed oils and Man.
2: Yeah, I mean if you're gonna go for one, just get the real thing.
0: Right. Huh. But again, like we mentioned last episode, veganism is much more than just a diet. <clears throat> it is it is a lifestyle, it's a philosophy, it's yeah, yeah, it True. goes much deeper. But
2: here's the thing I don't get about vegans. And Matt, since you've switched sides, um, you tell me this. Okay. Totally fine you don't want to eat meat, and totally fine you want a burger. But why in the heck do they keep trying to reinvent the things they're against to look (laughs) and taste just like the thing they say they don't want?
1: Because we all know that hamburgers are delicious. Mm, They totally are.
2: (laughs) But if you want a hamburger, just eat a freaking hamburger. If you don't want a hamburger, go eat something else. You don't have to invent something so that you can... Like I would respect them more. If they just went and ate what they wanted to eat, but they keep trying to remake things into something that it's not, and yep. it's just wrong. It's just wrong.
1: Well, I'm with you, but I'm not, I'm not saying, so let's back up the bus just a little bit here because um, I am not a vegan per se. <laughs> I'm following a vegan diet and a whole food plant-based diet really is what I'm following. But you're, you're the. It's easy to lump people into that vegan label, so ah, you know. Okay, okay. But I, I'm not. All I want about you to call whole... your
2: new friends and ask them <laughs> okay. what's going on here.
1: No, I I think, and in fact, I've actually started. Maybe this is news to you guys, maybe not. But I've just started reintroducing meat back into my diet, so I'm oh, really following an omnivore diet now. Yeah, you mentioned that last time. We
0: thought we'd just carry on the label. Sorry. Yeah.
1: That's okay. Yeah. I know you guys are judgmental like that.
0: <laughs> I am. Okay. Yeah, we'll take that. Oh, boy. Okay.
1: It's all good, Brandon. It'll be okay. Okay.
0: All right, I go on. I'm done I distracting we're... for a moment. Well, <clears throat> there was... Uh, it's funny that we could have used this as maybe one of our f- funny headlines, but as of recent, I think this was in the last few weeks, There, are, there's a company <laughs> making vegetable looking food out of meat <laughs> so, and they're they're trying to make it taste like a vegetable but they're making it out of all meat so they went the opposite they went apple on it nice I you that want to know funny. what
2: the difference is between like a meat eater and a vegan though meat eaters ain't gonna do it they're gonna be like i'll just eat the meat it yeah. don't need to taste like the vegetable
0: there isn't enough novelty there i don't think <laughs>
2: <laughs> and most meat eaters also like vegetables, so joke's on them. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. I'll eat a carrot, and I'll eat a broccoli, cauliflower all day long. Dip that some in some ranch, and we're good to go.
0: Man. That's awesome. Well, thank you for walking us through, once again, the land of vegan. And uh, we hope we aren't being disrespectful to anybody who is following that 100%. Well, again, I'm totally I...
2: good with people having their beliefs That they yeah. shouldn't infringe on the rights of animals Like that's totally cool, cool. My only beef with vegans Is the vegans <laughs> who want to Eat a hamburger And so they reinvent a burger Without meat and introduce themselves To something that's totally unhealthy Like way worse than just the meat
0: yeah. Still eat your
2: veggies Like nobody Pun. cares yeah. if you want to eat veggies That's fine
1: Can What's you actually beef? have a beef with vegan? Can you? <laughs> No, I don't think but can. go to any fast food
2: restaurant and you can get yourself, they call it a hamburger, you know, um, <laughs> and you get this meat on it. And, you know, somebody's going to make a mistake and order this because they give them these fancy names like, like what? Incredible Burger or whatever. Yeah, that's impossible. another one. Impossible Imposter, Burger. Yeah. Incredible Burger too? There's Impossible.
0: Nope, nope. You're right. It's Impossible and then it's... Uh... The other big one. Uh, yeah, some
2: big boy like myself is going to stumble into a hamburger restaurant, order one of these thinking that the impossible means, oh, this is just so big you won't even be able to finish it. And he's being <laughs> duped.
0: Beyond Meat is the other one. Beyond. There you go. So you'll see that one a little bit more common in grocery stores. Yeah,
2: yeah. even Beyond Meat. Like, this is Beyond of all the meat of your dreams.
0: Look at the labels, people, on what you're actually putting into your body when it comes to those fake meats. But, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty shocking. So let's move on to another label you might see in the supermarket that may make you think one thing, but it may be another. So the other one is organic. What does it mean when I pick up a product and it tells me that it's organic? That it's going to be more take- expensive. <laughs> exactly. Add a few more dollars <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> You got yourself some organic. And I, I do it all the time with my uh, one of my favorite foods, avocados. I'm going to go get that dirty, unorganic avocado because it's a buck. And the organic avocados three bucks. That was the price difference just the other day oh. in my local supermarket. So it's mm. uh, I'll take a few more chemicals to save a few bucks. Right. I mean, that's kind of, <laughs> uh, you know, that, I don't know. That's what, what it's come to.
2: So I think in some ways, though organic is on something because it's scary some of the science that has come out and created things to that just aren't natural, right? And mm-hmm. I think that's what mm-hmm. organic is really trying to go for is what you're buying is more healthy like that that's what it professes to be
0: right, right. If I'm trying to eat that whole food diet like Matt is attempting to do here, that, that's an important label to me. I I would want something as organic as possible. But what the, uh, I'm just looking at the USDA website, the NSF website as well, in the consumer resources section for those who want to look this up. Products labeled organic must contain at least 95% organically produced ingredients. Any remaining ingredients must consist of non-agricultural substances that appear on the national list of allowed and prohibited sub- substances. So it doesn't have to be 100% organic to meet that label. 95 is still high, but you may not be getting something that's 100% organic. There there may still be a little something some in there for you. Uh, so maybe it's a little bit deceptive. Yeah, <clears> that is Those interesting. And again, organic means it's healthy, right? Uh, Supposedly. (laughs) Well, I
2: mean, that's what the label professes to be, is to be healthy, right? And I think that there's a lot about organic and anything that, you know, you get people behind it marketing. And obviously, there's a reason they're trying to push this out there. And... I think more than people would like to believe there's ulterior motives. And at the bottom line, an organic farmer can sell their food for a lot more than a non-organic. So they want to be able to do whatever it takes to be able to put that on the label.
0: Right. Yeah, there's organic sugar. There's organic. I mean, there's things (laughs) that can really mess you up that could still be organic. Uh, some of the good stuff, we like a grass-fed farmer who, who grass-feeds their, their livestock, for example, and, and doesn't shoot them up with all crazy hormones. Organic. Yeah, they can get an organic label. Uh, yeah, so it extends to, to really any food product. There could be an organic version and then the cheaper version, <laughs> I think, is what that's coming down to. And it doesn't necessarily guarantee health. But it's a little bit less processed, maybe. It's a little bit less harmful. So just something to pay attention to next time you're in the supermarket. Take a look at those organic products and really take a look at what you're putting into your body. They may not be as healthy as you think just because of that label. So speaking of another label, let's. Get, what came first, gentlemen, the chicken or the egg? I. Should we talk Jeez. about that for the next sixty minutes? Okay.
2: Well you gotta have the chicken because it's gotta give birth to the egg. Cause if you started with an egg, who was gonna sit on it hmm. and make it wanna hatch?
0: Yeah, I don't think that argument's as confusing as some people think, but uh anyway.
2: <laughs> I mean, if I was the first man on earth and I'm walking around and I see an egg there, I may have made fried eggs and not allowed time for the chicken. And that would have been the only egg. Yeah. So I think it was the chicken first.
0: So that's that, ladies and gentlemen, is why Bobby was not the first man. Okay. So that's the reason. We
2: wouldn't be here today. I mean, (laughs) if I was the first.
0: I am leaving this garden, and uh, you all can just hang out. Like,
2: lady, I'll stay here. You go out, because I could use some peace and quiet.
0: I mean, these organic eggs that just keep appearing for some reason. Mm-hmm. So, so speaking of eggs, speaking of chickens, uh, let's talk about some of the labels that you might see with that type of an animal. Uh, mainly cage-free and free-range. We've all seen those. And again, one label means add a couple more bucks to the, to the price versus just your normal eggs. So what's the difference? What does it take to get the label cage-free. What does it take to get the label free-range? Because they are a more expensive product. So I've got a couple definitions here for you. Um, Now, these are coming from, yeah, these are coming from like USDA adjacent websites, but they are factual here. Uh, They've they've been proven to be real definitions here. So free-range, for example, in order for a free-range chicken, to, to achieve that label, either the chicken or the eggs here, either you're buying the meat or the eggs of that chicken, the label free range must be produced by hens who have unlimited access to food, water, and have access to the outdoors during their egg-laying cycle or life. So what does that mean? Access to the outdoors during their life. And they get to be labeled free range. Well, there's all sorts of documentaries out there that have really come, uh, brought this to light at least. That means that farmer could build a five-foot little balcony, I guess you could call it. What would you call that? A cutout, a pop-out from the barn. And that's considered access to the outdoors for those chickens. We're talking just a minimal, something you could barely fit a human into. But technically, the chicken can walk outside whenever it wants, and it has access to food and water. Therefore, it can now be considered free-range. And so they can now charge a few more bucks because you think that chicken's leading a better life. See episode two of Portlandia for that. Yeah, don't you think when you hear free-range,
1: you just see some single chicken running in the wilderness and with the wind blowing through its feathers, and it's just enjoying its life? That's what I picture. Absolutely.
2: That's what I picture, too. Um, Just
0: the happiest little chicken.
2: Well, and so you, we there are truly farmers that are true free-range. In there fact, are. I yeah. ate one of those eggs this morning because one of my friends, they have chickens, and they let them wander around their backyard and stuff. So to me, that's like a true free-range chicken. But nice. Brandon, sure you're right. Is. Like. My friend Mike, there's no way he could raise enough chickens letting them just run around to produce enough eggs to, like, make a living. So, like, there's a lot of people like that. that They just give away the eggs. Like, I brought home a dozen eggs from his house for free, and that was a dang good egg. I'll tell you what. That was wonderful. Mm, that's but, beautiful. But um, these big, big farms, there's no way they're going to make a profit if they're just letting – Thousands upon thousands of chickens just freely roam around.
0: And so here's the argument of big producer versus small farmer. I, I think that's, you, you can get truly organic, truly cage free, free range meats and products, but usually that's going to come from a, a smaller farmer. So,
2: yeah, and you can see it like there's roadside signs all over out in the country like, hey, stop here, get some eggs. And you probably actually aren't going to pay any more. Than you would for just regular eggs at the grocery store, but they're harder to find. You know, going up and knocking on some farmer's door may not feel right to some people. And right. I think people like to think that, well, if I bought it from the grocery store, it must be good, it must be good quality.
1: You know, right. you don't have to refrigerate those eggs. Right well, the farm?
2: unless you wash them. If you wash yes, them, that's then you right. wash, Once you wash
1: you know. them, there you're done. You got to refrigerate them yeah got a refrigerator
0: yeah they're pretty resilient food items kind of cool much more resilient than than people think and then the other label you might see with eggs are cage free so cage free hens cannot be confined to a typical caged housing system they must have access to roam the facility in which they're housed that does not specify or guarantee however how much space they're given so they are often on top of each other and cramped and and cannot roam freely but because they're not in a quote unquote cage they get to say cage free and that's another label you'll see on eggs cage free free range okay so the farmer gave them five feet to step into which they may may never do and then they're cage free because they're not technically in a cage and so they can charge more money did that chicken lead a better life probably not if you're buying from a large producer so yeah shop local Stop, on the, stop by that farmer's house, and uh, you can get some really high-quality products with some happy, happy animals.
2: Yeah, that, or you could raise your own chickens. I mean, you can go by any tractor sure. supply, IFA, country store, and you can pick up I'm some baby it. chicks, raise them, get your own eggs. But, you know, I, so I've priced it a couple of times, like, hey, maybe we should get our own chickens. But by the time you buy the feed, you know, make the chicken coop and all that stuff— Historically, it's going to cost you more money to raise your own chickens than just buying eggs. But with the recent escalation in egg prices, you know, I've been thinking about maybe I should calculate this again because, yeah, um, I don't know. Even my wife, like, who doesn't really always pay attention to the cost stuff, she's like, holy cow, eggs have like really gone up in price.
1: You know, the Absolutely. other thing that you have to consider with that is all the stuff that, that, is a byproduct of having chickens In your yard So that brings in rodents Um, You know, they like that feed They like the cages All that stuff, they like kind of messing with that Um, And then You know, if you live where I live And you got these stupid raccoons That come in to try to kill everything You have the raccoons killing the rodents and the chickens <laughs> And then you gotta <laughs> Replace them
0: Golly. So, Just saying Not anyway. Semenya, The circle of life So yeah, it's crazy. I, I I think supporting these small farmers is important. Uh they they Amen. are producing a very high quality product and it's uh, the lifeblood of America. Really is. America. Okay, let's move on to another label and then we'll jump into some of the products that may have been banned that you are consuming. Uh the the final one that I wanted to hit on was gluten-free. That means it's healthy, right, guys? Just yeah, <laughs> I'm going, automatically I'm going gluten-free, guys.
2: You know, there's a lot of talk about gluten-free. And I think some people, like it's truly legit. They have an allergy to gluten. Typically, they're known as having celiac disease. And over the years, like we're hearing a lot more about it. And, you know, it's gotten to a point, like some people, like it's almost, almost feels like a fad. And it's just popular to be gluten-free. And part of it is, I think, you know, for the longest time, people with true celiac disease had a really hard time finding food. And some food producers figured this out, right? So, like, they can slap gluten-free on the label. They can charge a lot more money for it because it's rare. But I laugh, like, so hard at some products that label things gluten-free that would have never had gluten in
0: it in the first place. I like, mentioned one at the beginning. <laughs> your your watermelon sour patch yeah, kids. Yeah, my watermelon are,
2: sour patch kids. They're vegan. Like,
0: they're gluten free. They're.
2: <laughs> I would have never thought they were gluten in the first place, right? <laughs> uh, they're just pure sugar, but but
0: they say gluten free on the package. Like they, yeah. they are super proud well, of that, Bobby. Yeah.
2: I picked up some some meat, and I kid you not, the meat package was labeled gluten free. <laughs>
1: Yeah, nice. So it was healthy And, me. and I, I was sitting here thinking,
2: yeah. how dumb are people to just be like, oh, it's gluten free. It must be healthy. And I'm thinking, like, do they even know what gluten is, right? So it's like
1: going to an auto shop and them throwing in free blinker fluid. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there you go. Right? Mm. So gotta, gluten, you do you guys yeah. know what gluten really is? I'd love to be educated on it's it. It's a reaction, right. isn't it?
2: <laughs> Well, it's, it comes from wheat, right? So like right, when you make right. bread, so like if you tried to make bread from a gluten-free wheat, it's just not going to like hold together real well.
1: Right. It's um, the stretchiness of it.
2: Yep. It gives you the stretchiness it's of glutinous. it. Glutinous. So gluten in and of itself is not necessarily a bad thing. But um, my sister-in-law, she became gluten intolerant, right? And not her entire life, but... You know, it was probably five, six years ago. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm gluten free. And, you know, we all had our fun making fun of it a little bit. In fact, my mom once got so excited that she invited everybody over and she had made a gluten free meal for my sister. in law <laughs> Oh, I laugh. I've never laughed so hard in my life because it's supposed to be a gluten free pasta. The recipe she had found, you know what key ingredient she forgot to get for this gluten free pasta meal?
1: uh gluten-free wheat
2: gluten-free pasta she forgot oh. that oh. she just got regular pasta but used a gluten-free pasta nice. recipe oh that was a fun time but um <laughs> anyways back to gluten people have increasingly been becoming more tolerant and there's goods all over the store that are labeled gluten-free but one of the things that um that we found, and my sister-in-law, my brother told me about this. They went on a trip to Italy. And he said, you know what? While, while we were there, she could eat all the pasta, pizza that she wanted. It was fine. And, like, it didn't react at all to her. Because, like, she never went, like, 100% cold turkey on the stuff. Because, like, you know, you like certain foods. But she stayed away from it quite a bit. But what she found is the true Italian flour and stuff that they make this pasta and pizza didn't make her sick at all. And I've actually found, I don't think I'm gluten intolerant whatsoever, but I, I got a pizza oven a few years ago for Christmas and all the like real Italian recipes call for this, um, this Italian double zero, whatever flour, And it's like really recommended if you're going to make pizza with it. I get that stuff. And, you know, it's chock full of gluten, obviously, because the stretchiness of the dough, the pastas, whatever. I feel great when I eat that stuff. Um, People I fed it to who are gluten free, that doesn't bother them. Whereas if you pull out regular flour, you just grab at the supermarket, they get incredibly sick. So tell me why that is. I'm not convinced it's the gluten or the flour that's causing people to be sick more than maybe how the flour is processed here in America.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I think that they've linked a lot of the chemicals and processing wheat to uh, allergies or what people think are gluten intolerances. So,
2: well, one of the key yeah. things that jumps out to me at just regular bag of flour you go grocery store, like when they have to start labeling it like unbleached flour, who was bleaching their yeah, flour true. in the first place?
0: Right, right. that's, that's what we do really. to clean
2: our clothes, and that stuff just t- smells toxic. Why would we even think that that's okay for foods? Yeah, we bleach um, all
0: sorts of stuff. People don't even realize. Well, we bleach yeah. our
2: chickens. I mean, exactly in America. Yeah. So at least in
0: America we do. Yeah,
2: yeah, in America we we bleach our chickens because apparently that makes them clean and safe, and then we're going to eat that stuff. So.
1: That's why Donald Trump thought it was a good idea to swallow some bleach to uh, get get rid of the COVID.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not 100% convinced. I I think people's intolerance to gluten is real. I think it has been brought on not because of what gluten is, but because of how our food's being manufactured, all the pesticides, the processing, the bleaching of it. And so. All the flour I use when I make pizzas or pasta, I order that Italian flour. It's more expensive, and it's hard to find. But holy cow, it makes such a better product using it.
0: hmm Yeah. And maybe we can piggyback on that with the whole grain label. So there's gluten-free, and then there's a lot of things labeled whole grain that may be deceiving you. Yeah, the whole grain argument is really, really interesting uh, because we typically lean towards whole grain bread, for example, over white bread. But studies show that there really isn't a difference when it comes to what it does to your body. And the reason behind that is the whole grain has been pulverized and processed to the point where it's no longer effective as a whole grain whole grain if it's kept if it's kept intact the whole grain provides massive benefits with fiber vitamins minerals other nutrients it can help you co- uh, control cholesterol levels weight blood pressure that's if the whole grain is kept intact and not pulverized to oblivion like it is in most whole grain products like pastas and breads if you for example bought a loaf of bread that truly preserved the whole grain it's a very unappetizing product. It's, it's yeah, a it's dense, dense, it's super grainy. That's mm-hmm. how you know that that whole grain has been preserved and it truly can be talked about and labeled as, as a whole grain product. But because they include the whole grain in these other breads, who cares if it's been pulverized to, to, to nothing? I mean, they to- get to put whole grain on the package.
2: Well, it's because you put just a little bit of whole grain in there, and then you mix it with all your other white, fully right. refined flour, and now magically it's a whole grain. So, like Subway bread, for example, oh if you goodness. order their their sure. wheat bread sub, it's just white bread. Really, it's almost like they put food dye in it. How little you know whole grains actually exist in that wheat bread.
0: And I think we talked True. about the the lawsuit that the country of Ireland placed upon Subway. They sued them to the point where they can't call their bread bread because of it's almost unrecognizable <laughs> as bread.
2: Well, yeah, it's got a lot of sugar in it too.
0: It's got um, so much sugar, it's more like a cookie. I believe was the the successful lawsuit, and uh, yeah, it's interesting.
2: I mean, it tastes good. I mean, oh yeah, great. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> um, you know, it concerns me going to the grocery store. Like what's safe, what's not safe, what's good. But I stumbled across um, someone's, you know, TikTok or something about they moved from America to, I think, Denmark. And they're talking about all the foods and products and stuff that they just simply can't get there. They're banned in Denmark. Um, And I hadn't even heard of some of these things. Like, did you know Tide? You can't get it in several places outside the U S now that's not food, but it's a product in the U S you can't even get it in some countries because it's been linked to like cancer and stuff. And I'm thinking, Oh my gosh, we do our laundry with tide.
0: And that's, I know that's been difficult for me, maybe members of my family or people that run in, in the circles I run in. We look at America and we're free, right? We get to consume what we want. We get to do what we want and when we see a country like denmark ban something we think oh that's that's just a communistic approach that's just infringing on their freedoms like that that's they're going too far with it they don't know what they're talking about but maybe we need to start paying attention to a few of these things like that that was kind of shocking i didn't know about tide like that that is interesting
2: yeah apparently it's the fragrances that they put in okay. to make it smell all nice
0: yeah and again with lobbying in this country, how powerful that is. It's tough to ignore why some of these products are on the shelf here, but not elsewhere. There, there's some power. that These companies can spend millions and buy their politicians and buy their policies to allow their products to exist. So let's talk about more products, specifically food here, that you can get here, but you can't get elsewhere especially in these other developed countries who maybe have found out like bobby said that they're doing a little bit of harm to us so are there any products that you guys came across that that you'd like to highlight here
2: there's another one that i mean it shocked me and today was when i learned about this like i've known it's not healthy for a long time but i didn't know like the extent of its unhealthiness i just thought it was mainly like the sugars and stuff like that but mountain dew okay there's some stuff in there that is just like super super unsafe and unhealthy um it's like brom super like brominated bromin- vegetable oil brominated B- vegetable B- oil bvo and i was reading up on that and super super unhealthy and it's like wow like yeah that's bad, bad maybe answer. i need to stop drinking that mountain dew
0: which and as, as a mountain dew consumer i think all three of us were or are uh, I've stopped purchasing Mountain Dew products with that specific ingredient. I, I haven't had that for a long time because of what I read as well. So, yeah, great call out, Bobby.
2: Yeah, so I was a little shocked. Now, sodas in general are just really not healthy because, like, if you were to get a Coca-Cola in a lot of part of the country or outside of the U.S., it's going to taste very different. And I see you drinking one right now. but. What? Yeah. Nice Coca-Cola. And I like a good Coca-Cola, right? But the, the ingredients are different in the U.S. versus elsewhere because, you know, food manufacturers have found ways to make their products with cheaper ingredients to make more profit. And so when you see a soda that says it's like got real sugar in it, that's actually good. I mean, because the crap they're putting in a sweetener outside of the sugar is like genetically modified. It's not sugar. It's sweet. It's really not that great for you.
0: But the lobby will tell you that it affects your body the same way sugar does. And they've they've allowed their products to continue to remain on our shelves. Like uh, Coca-Cola, great example, right? It's something that hasn't been banned in other countries, but the ingredients are different. For Mm -hmm. a reason. I love a good Mexican Coke. And why is that? It's got real sugar in it. It's real sugar. Yeah. So it's, it's really interesting. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Mountain Dew that, that that hits a lot of people where it hurts.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And it's not just Mountain Dew, but that one stuck out to me because I've drinking a lot of dew in my life. And I'm not certain I'll be drinking as much of it. Um, I'm trying to quit soda just in general. But you know it's scary knowing that there's really just bad, bad stuff in there.
0: Yeah, it's like an anti inflammant Like it, <laughs> it's a fire retardant ingredient, and they're throwing you it know? into your your citrus sodas in a lot of cases. Yeah, it's interesting. Nothing sounds better than uh, fire retardant to drink. You know? Does it? Yeah, I'm I'm fireproof, mm-hmm. y'all. That's all I'm doing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking enough Mountain Dew that I don't think you could light me on fire.
0: it's probably true well i'll I'll take the next one one that hit home for me Uh, it's not a product i consume but kellogg's pop tarts so i I grew up in battle creek michigan home of kellogg's often they'd they'd release brand new pop tart flavors and test it out on us the, the the local population first before they let it go national or anyway so pop tarts i grew up with with that and they have been banned in most developed European countries for a while. And it's mainly because of the artificial food dyes, which we'll see as a a common thread here as we talk about some of these foods. The dyes and the artificial flavors that they throw into Pop-Tarts, it's received a ban in a lot of these. Most European countries won't allow the American version of Pop-Tarts into their country.
2: You know, and that said, I like... A good strawberry or blueberry pop tart, like Right. you you put that in the toaster. That is a a good treat. Now, healthy breakfast? Oh no, no way. But I think it's a tasty treat. But I saw that as well that like some countries have banned it because of the dyes. But Man. there's a little mom and pop bakery near my house, and they make homemade pop tarts. And oh, Ooh. those are fantastic!
0: I could go crazy. That sounds those good, good. Yeah. and it's hey, not hungry. Oh man, me too. If you look at the label for a Pop-Tart, it's unbelievable what is in that product. The, the the list, the ingredient list is so long. And some of the words they use are so long. It's shocking. We have no idea what we're eating when it comes to those things. And that hurts, right? That That's Kellogg's. That's a company that ke- keeps my town going. And I, I, I feel bad. Coming down on them, but that when it comes to the most unhealthy foods you can eat, Pop Tarts and Oreos were at the top of that list. This was a Men's Health study done not too long ago. Hmm. Terrible, just absolutely terrible. And so, countries like Denmark, Norway, Poland, Switzerland, (laughs) they they've banned a lot of these foods with dyes, specifically because of the dyes that they're using. So, red forty, yellow five, yellow six.
2: Yeah, Yellow yeah, 5 got the Twinkies.
0: Yellow 5 also got the Kraft Macaroni and Cheese, a nice band from yeah. some of these European countries. Also,
2: the the Little Debbie Swiss Rolls. Um, oh, yeah, those obviously, terrible. they're not yellow, but they've got Yellow 5 in them and some other unhealthy Yikes. stuff. Now, those Yum. ones don't even taste great. So, Skittles. like, I could see those being bad. Yep. Yeah, Skittles, Skittles are, are horrible for you. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, They have to use different dyes in those countries, yeah.
1: Yeah, dies will make you die.
0: <laughs> nah,
1: so, okay, so one one that caught me. Oh, I am sorry. Go ahead. No, yep, you Matt, go you, ahead. Yep, Matt's up. Okay, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, though. no I we're, we're, feel we're like, going around. Uh, You were going to say something super important, and I. Okay. Okay, the one that caught me kind of off guard—not really off guard, but surprised me a little bit—was the the salmon, the farm raised salmon. Right. Um, you know, the countries like Austria and New Zealand will have banned farm raised salmon. And it's because uh, you know, we give them a cocktail of methylmercury and dioxins. <laughs> and methylmercury is found in fluorescent lights, mm-hmm. batteries, <laughs> and polyvinyl chloride. <laughs> I mean, not good, right? Anyway, that wow. one kind of caught me as uh, interesting because, you know, when you go to the grocery store and you see a nice pink salmon and you're like, oh, I'm going to eat healthy and I'm going to get this salmon tonight. All those omega-3s and all that. Yeah, well, nope. <laughs> it's not that good. Wow. In fact, it's terrible. In fact, it's banned in a couple of countries. But yeah, and it clearly, makes it, us, we just love it.
2: Yeah, well, and it makes it hard because when you go to the grocery store, I would wager to say probably 99% of consumers when they go and they look at, you know, fresh seafood, fresh meat, whatever, nothing even crosses their mind to like question, is this a healthy purchase or not? And even if they read the label to see like farm raised, whatever, I mean, farm raised sounds great, you know, and the meanings behind that are so different. And it it's almost, I don't know. I, I think it's dishonest at best that marketing has done things like this to not let a consumer make a reasonable choice but yeah, yeah. that that fish is very different than if you were to get you know something you know caught in the wild salmon um, or trout for that matter any fish um, because when you start getting them farm raised like that they and that stuff they're adding like you're getting rid of all the health benefits of, of eating
1: that. One of those documentaries too, I think that you mentioned brand and maybe, maybe you mentioned it or maybe you didn't, I don't remember, but one of these documentaries talked about farm raised salmon and yeah. how, how they uh, just inject them with this stuff to, to turn their um, color pink. So, because everyone expects a good healthy salmon to be pink, <laughs> you know, but no, healthy yeah. salmon isn't going to be actually pink. All right, which is kind of funny, but then also you know chicken too. You know, it's like all the 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 chicken that we get has chlorine in it. You know, mm-hmm. Wh- which I found interesting. Just in America, the EU has yeah. has banned it um, because of that, but we just enjoy it and chomp it down with all the chlorine in it and
0: everything. Yeah, so- chlorine and the yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, we're, we're being sold a bill of goods. So I went to the Federal Drug Food Administration website, whatever, the FDA. And like if you read their website for what they do, it will lead you to believe the polar opposite of the things we've been saying today. They claim they are there to keep things safe. They monitor things. But if you read into what they're saying their programs very much allows manufacturers and stuff to self-test, self-put together the results to say that something is safe. And there's a lot of lobbyists in, you know, Washington, D.C. to get their product across. And so, you know, the more I learn about some of the foods that the FDA says are fine, like makes you wonder, like, what in the heck or else are they approving like pharmaceuticals and all these things. And I think there are some things people should start questioning because think of the health epidemics. Like one of the things that really sticks out to me is um, ADHD because pretty much all my kids have it. My wife has it. Um, I have it. And when I was a kid, nobody had ADHD. I didn't know anybody with ADHD. But now everybody you talk to talks about how ADHD this, ADHD that. And one of the things I've learned is not so much that this stuff causes ADHD, but the things that are in the food and in our diets bring out the symptoms of it more than anything else. All the refined flours, the refined sugars, And stuff like that. And so as we look at a country where, you know, there's mental health problems, there's obesity, there's all these things. And it's like, well, no wonder you can't even go to the grocery store and get something that's healthy. And if you really want to eat healthy and eat that whole foods and stuff, how does anybody afford it? Because all these prepackaged, preprocessed foods, that's the most economical things in the store to, to walk out with. And then even if you are trying to eat healthy, there's all this other crap where they've infiltrated that food with this other stuff to make a bigger profit.
1: That's why a lot of people Mm -hmm. now are opting to go uh, build their own greenhouses and build and farm their own foods. And we mentioned it before, get, get their own chickens and put their Mm -hmm. own chicken coops up and all that stuff. But the problem is, not everyone has access to all of that stuff. Not everyone has a space where they can put chicken coops out or farm their own food or whatever else. So it's, or their it's community really kind of is
2: difficult. banned having chickens or animals or things in their community. Yep.
0: So that's, that's where conspiracy comes into play here is if we become too self-sufficient, too self-reliant. They're just going to pass laws outlining personal greenhouses, personal gardens. You you watch people; it's coming. Or or they'll start uh, laying more chemtrails and
1: affecting all yeah. our
0: soil that way. I'm just there saying. You, go. you know, yeah. me and yeah. Prince, we're on the same page. You. Got, well, now you got to watch yourself. Uh, <laughs> any other any other products? I, I mean, when you look at U.S. produced pork, chicken, milk or dairy products, those have been banned. In in the EU, for example, because of our hormones, because of our antibiotics that we shoot our animals up with, because of the bleaches and the chlorines and the the cleaning solutions that we use on the finished product as well, they can't eat American products. In same with seed oils.
1: I know that you, we we might not have mentioned it yet, but seed those, oils are in everything, are... and it's the same the same thing that makes them bad is that that process of cleaning, you know, right. bleaching chemical process to clean everything and you know it just makes those seed oils just terrible and they're in everything
2: well it used to be that corn syrup was in absolutely everything it still isn't a ton of stuff yeah and back when it was put in it was touted to be you know a, a healthier alternative to sugar more cost effective because hey we're we're supporting farmers from the midwest things like that corn syrup is absolute garbage for your body and so, the creativity of all these, you know, scientific companies that are professing to make food better—they ain't making your food better. They're making their profit margins better.
0: Yeah,
1: amen. Yeah, all Talk sorts about of the products,
0: money. man. Absolutely. So there's there's quite the long list, gentlemen, of things that we consume in this country, but uh, other countries have said, "Nay, nay, we, we're not letting that in." <laughs> and if we do let it in you better change it up so you're not giving our our citizens carcinogens or or any other cancer causing situations and you can add Ritz crackers to that list wheat thins most yeah, cereals
2: kills me because <laughs> a, like when i read that about Ritz it's like are you freaking kidding me like that should be the simplest thing to make right And the fact that they've had to put all this other crap in it to make it, I don't know, you know, just appetizing, whatever. Because, you know, crackers and cheese, you would think, oh, that's not a bad snack. Well, you know, these crackers are not made anywhere near, near healthy. So, yeah, I don't know. So what do you recommend people do, though? Because it requires a lot of thought and effort to try and plan around all the potential guardrails. Like if you were to try and say, I'm not going to partake in any of these things that are unhealthy,
0: what do you eat? Whole foods. That's where the whole food diet comes into play, I think. Fresh fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds.
2: Whole yeah, foods. but it's not even just the the pesticides all over that fruit, right? Right, right.
1: So it depends. It depends on where you go. So there are more and more and you'll you'll see this. Well, maybe maybe we see it more in Utah than uh, the Carolinas. I don't know. But there are more and more um, fruit stands and and vegetable gardens and stuff that are offering uh, things that are, you know, not chemically processed type things and they're not using fertilizers they're not using all of that stuff in certain areas and so if you really look hard you can find places that you know are not using any of those things and you can buy and source your things there it just requires a lot of work it absolutely does it's gonna cost you more money what's Mm -hmm. your life worth though is it worth that time and effort yeah
0: right I don't know. I just don't
2: think most people have the time, money, or even education.
1: I think that's what it boils down to right there is the education. People will make time for whatever is important to them. But a lot of times people don't know. I didn't know for 40 years. I didn't know that a lot of this stuff was the way it is, you know. But you learn stuff over the span of your life. And then make changes based on the things that you learn. And obviously, if we could go back, we wouldn't eat some of the stuff we ate when we were kids or we ate kind of growing
0: up and going into our 20s, 30s and
1: 40s
2: and still eating.
0: Yeah, it's, it's tough It's tough not to crack open a bag of Doritos or Pop-Tart or a Swiss Roll or Ritz crackers, Gatorade. All these things that have been banned in other countries, we continue to consume. Coffee Mate, Coffee Creamer has all sorts of stuff in it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's unbelievable to list here. Skittles, obviously. I think Skittles is at the top of the list because they use every dye possible in those types of products. But maybe... What we're telling the people here, gentlemen, is is these European countries may be on to something here. They're not overdoing it. They're not looking to take away freedoms here. They're just maybe not as influenced by powerful food lobbies as we are here in the country. And maybe turning to our small farmers is the way that we fix this. What do we think?
2: Well, I'm serious that this year may be the first year I officially grow a garden because i would like some good fresh vegetables i can trust but it if i do it it's going to take some work like i'm actually have to put in a garden bed some good soil it's going to take time pulling the weeds and stuff because if you don't want to pull weeds you got to spray pesticides and um weed killer stuff all over it and then it's going to make it unsafe so you got to be out there and you've got to take action around the bugs and so, but with a little bit of education and some work you can totally do it. And I don't think my neighborhood will allow me to have chickens, but I Did don't it know anyway. What they find out.
0: Yeah, as long as you don't have a rooster, I think you're good. <laughs> I yeah. think that's what most people want you to avoid. They're so noisy and territorial. Uh, do it, Bobby. I can uh, What's your farm name?
2: Um, it, I don't know. I'd have to think about it.
0: Bobby's Acres. Bobby's Bobby's, Bobby's world Bobby's beans I don't know We gotta do something
2: I don't know if I'll get around to it this year But I have been thinking about it pretty heavily
0: We need to commit man I, I am, I'm committing to a, a A better approach to the garden this year as well With my wife So we'll see what we can pull off Man we've got kale left and right That stuff you can't kill <laughs> Everything <laughs> It's growing right now in the nobody middle of winter it. Right But nobody wants to eat it just you have kidding. to overprocess that stuff to even stand it. At least that's my personal opinion. But uh, gentlemen, that this was a great conversation. I think we hit on a lot of the products that we love. So we've really been just a big fat downer this episode. So you're uh, you're welcome, everybody.
2: Well, you know what makes me mad? Like I love Oreos. <laughs> right. mm.
0: Okay, uh, people, shop smarter. Grow a garden. Support your local farmers. Get healthy, get healthy, and uh, we're going to keep on going with with this with this uh, this mentality into 2024. Let us know what you think, though. We, we'd love to hear from you in the comments, and and let us know if you found something that that maybe shocked you. What, what's a, a food item banned in another country? Maybe you've traveled abroad and experienced some of these things where you've you've witnessed maybe a different version of what we enjoy here in the United States, or Something better made or better produced. Uh, I think we need to be open to that. I'd like to wave my American flag and say we're number one, but there's some things that maybe we're not getting right, and this may be one of them. And now we're targets for big, these big food companies are going to come after this large behemoth of a podcast we've created, and uh, look forward to the lawsuits.
2: Yeah, bring it.
1: (laughs) Well, let's just give our little... uh, thing at the end here like we are not doctors we're not nutritionists nope. um these Far are just it. three guys opinions on things in the world and
0: as we see it so here this you go reading off reading studies and spouting off opinions so okay so that does it for things that you may not have known about the food industry we're going to continue it with at least one more episode we we, we will dive into some of the mysteries behind expiration dates food destruction yeah food destruction by the industry or the government is that true is that really happening we'll find out what we find out next time on the Assuminati podcast thanks for joining gentlemen
2: yeah have a good night
0: night hey thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Assuminati podcast be sure to hit that like button we recommend subscribing with notifications so you don't miss an episode and be sure of course to share with your friends until next time on the Assuminati podcast I' go have a mountain dew just because <laughs> I'm an American yeah All we'll right. get you some brominated vegetable oil I love the bromination as we used to call it it's oh, the
2: bromination
0: whatever how about how about we do like a night where we eat nothing but pop tarts we drink mountain dew we pop some skittles we i
2: think i've had enough of those in my
0: my Me life too.
1: i'm fighting okay, <laughs> right. fighting my bulge from all of that crap for the last 30 <laughs> years so all, all right. right all right